blessing, amen, to uh, be able to minister and come before the Lord, yes. amen, in prayer all this morning. But we know that God is a strong power of righteous running to the Now, there's someone else on the line. Can you just give your name? I know that our speaker is on the line. And so, the is there a spirit? Is there someone else on the line? Minister Skinner. All right. You, did you hear me when I said your name? <laughs> I didn't hear her. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, all right. I can see your voice. All right, Mr. Ken, I'm the third person was on the line. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get started. Praise the Lord and grace to be praised this morning. I want to read a, a passage of scripture, amen, um, this morning. Uh, before we get started. Uh, yes. And in the book of uh, John, the 13th chapter, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, baby. Yeah. All right. God bless you, Evangelist Nelson. So good to hear your voice this morning. In the book of John, the 13th chapter, I want to read the scripture to your hearing. It says, the 13th chapter, verse 35, it said, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. By this shall all men know what is this, the way we show love, the way we treat people, the way we pray, the way we, uh, 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 you know, deal with each other on a daily basis. Yes. Uh, all of these things that we do in our life uh, and that God has uh, uh, ordained for us and, and, and given us instruction to do, he said that by this, and we do these things, by this, he said, that's how the men are going to know that we are his disciples. Yes. We have love one for another. Amen. 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 So, truly, it is a blessing and a privilege to be uh, uh, on the line again this morning. I want to uh, thank the Lord first off. Thank God for Sister Ann and have a birthday on um, Thursday, I believe. Oh, praise Amen. God. Thank praise God, God for her. Under, under these uh, quarantine circumstances, you and my daughter in the same situation in the month of April, but under these quarantine circumstances, pray that you had a, a blessed time, a tremendous time. Amen. As you think about how good God has been to, to, to you, even just to see another year. Amen. 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 They, they are literally. People are li literally leaving here every day like clockwork. Yes, every day. My God, amen. And so, great. Thank God for you, Sister Ann. And we wish, wish you many more good life, good health, and good strength. All the 20 days of your life, even those days you know not of, we speak that into existence. Yes, amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. This morning, amen. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that we are blessed. Amen. By God to have a speaker with us on the line this morning. Amen. He is a, a man of God that loves the Lord. Oh, yes. And um, I, just, I just want to pull in some of this. Um, uh, just bear with me for a moment. Pulling it up right now. Um, he is a man of God that loves the Lord. 39 years of age. He is the new pastor, pastor of. Uh, he's a pastor of, let me see the name of his ministry, he is, yep, Reconcile Ministry, 
Reconcile Ministry. Amen. The name of the ministry is Reconcile Ministry. He's a preacher's son of 17 siblings. He is was uh, uh he went to school. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Good morning. He went to school. Is that Missionary Ann? Yes. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. He went to school in Cloverdale, Tech, uh, Clover Park Tech Technical School, majoring in business development and minor in human services and media, media production, uh, production and design. He has an AA degree in it. Went to Washington State University Business School and, uh, and he studied in business administration. He has a BA degree in that. And so it is my honor, it's the honor and privilege, amen, on this morning, amen, to introduce to some and present to others, none other than Minister uh, Riley. He is a member of the Greater Christ Temple Church. Yes. Uh, amen, Minister Brother Matthew Riley. Amen, Jesus. thank you. Amen. And uh, I'm grateful and thankful to God for him, a man of God that is Search the Lord diligently, Hallelujah. and I believe have a word for them, for the from the Lord for yes. us on this morning. So, as you listen attentively, we say Amen to the Word of God. Amen. At this Hallelujah. time, Minister Riley, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise Praise the Lord. Lord. Amen. Uh, God is good. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I, I feel blessed. Uh, for what God is doing right now, for where he's taken us, even in these hard times. And I do notice that even aside from the coronavirus and people passing away from that, people are passing away just like uh, uh, Evangelist Claiborne said, just oh, uh, uh, rapidly from anything. And a lot of them are saints. But God blessed me to have this word today, starting in the book of Isaiah. It's the 26th chapter, and it's verse 20 and 21. It says, come my people, enter thou into thy chambers and set thy doors up and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth also shall disclose her blood and shall disclose her blood and shall no and shall no more cover her uh, cover her slain what god is saying unto us today is he's he's telling us to not only just go back in it's almost like in the day of the passover where God is saying, okay, we've had church and we've had service, but even like they did in the Old Testament, God wants us to come in. And, and like he said in the Bible where, where he has us to shut our closet doors so we can pray to him privately so that he can bless us openly, God is calling us into our chamber, which is a more intimate relationship with him. While, while God begins to purge the world, and why he begins to purge the earth because of the iniquity thereof and, and because of the lack of obedience and because of the lukewarmness. God wants to purge that out of the land so that they'll understand to do right. Because when God put his hand on the earth, He won't, the people get afraid and then they learn how to do right. But what he's calling us the saints to do. He's calling us to come and shut that door when we're in our chamber. And when we shut that door, that, yeah. for that moment, 
That is about us having a intimate, closer relationship with God. Because if God wants us to shut the door, that means he wants to have a private time with us. He wants us to privately begin to worship him. He wants us to privately begin to fortify our soul and to put on the whole armor of righteousness. He wants us to come to him like the men of old did, with the faith that moved mountains, with the faith that stopped the sun in the sky, with the faith that called fire out of heaven, with the faith that split the Red Sea, with the faith that raised the dead, God wants to know, what do we need our faith for in this generation and in this time? God wants to fortify us. Just like the Bible says Jesus was crucified outside of the camp, the Bible says that we need to come outside of the camp to the Lord Jesus. Sometimes God don't want to just have us in a congregation. Sometimes God want to know where we are with him and where he can fix us at. And when we have that intimate time with God, he's able to transform us in a more intimate way. See, the Bible says God is looking for a man that he may show himself mighty in. In order to have that mightiness, you have to have that consecration. In order to have the faith that uh, that made the walls of Jericho fall down, you got to have that consecration. Because the Bible says that two can, one can send a thousand to flight. But two can send 10,000 to flight. But how are we going to be able to do it unless we have the fasting and the prayer and we got to have that intimate relationship? So during this season, while God is purging the earth from whatever he choose to do, we need to not look to the left nor right. We don't need to look at who's sinning or who's in politics. We don't need to look at the right to say who's doing better in God or who's doing better in this or who's doing that. God wants us to look straight to him, seek his face. Because if we keep our eyes looking straight forward, no matter what comes on the left or the right, we are walking steadfast in God. That's why we need to stay the straight and narrow. In this world, the Bible says the remnant is small. And he says, since narrow is the gate, and since uh, narrow is the gate, and, and, and how does it go? Since narrow is the gate, and narrow Yes. God is the way that leads to destruction. Yes. Yes. And that's what we're talking about here, where God wants us to stay on that straight and narrow. There's few that find it. And we got to be those ones. In this opportunity, we need to really press into God to see what is he requiring in his anointed? What is he requiring in the body? What is he requiring in our soul and spirit? How can we be fortified more in Christ? How can we be fortified more in the body of righteousness? Because when we come out of this thing, we can't come out with the same way. The Bible says we're tried in the fire and brought forth as pure gold. It is time for us to let God try us in this fire so that we come out pure gold because it's time to cast out those things that's lingering around in our churches. It's time to cast out those things that lingering in, in our district and in our regions and in our neighborhoods. It's time to cast out those devils that's trying to bind us and make us sick and weak and weary. It's time to cast out those spirits that's addicting our children and killing our seniors. It's time to cast those things out. And the only way to do that is to be like Moses. When Moses went up that mountain, he stayed with God until his face glow and we got to get to that point where we are in the presence of God that when they hear our voice they recognize God is speaking got to recognize that God is on the move see the Bible says in the book of Hebrews whereas the Holy Ghost saith, today if ye will hear his voice harden not your heart as in the day of provocation where they tempted the Lord in the wilderness and and, and tried to try to tempt him see we don't want to have that 
time in our life. We want we don't want to get caught up in the in the ways where we're asking God random questions that don't pertain to his holiness in us. See, we got to not harden our heart. If God is telling us to go back into our chamber and shut the door, let us go in with joy and come out with power. Let us go in obedient and come out faithful and strong. That's what we got to do in this generation. We don't know what's happening. But we know that God is always faithful. We don't know what's taking place, but we know that God is a healer, a redeemer, and a deliverer. We don't know exactly how we got to this point, but we know heaven is our home and that we seek a country and a place that is made not by the hands of man. We seek salvation and righteousness. The Bible says that we need to sanctify. The, the Bible talks about when Jesus came. Right when he came, the Bible says, Sacrifice and offering I would not, but a body have I prepared. Mm -hmm. See, he, he knew that the sacrifice wasn't going to make the job right. He knew that the offering was not going to make us holy. So he prepared the body of Jesus Christ and, and showing that in Jesus we had a living sacrifice. We ourselves need to come to the Lord, not, not just with sacrifice and offering, but we need to present our bodies a living sacrifice to God now. We need to show forth his righteousness now. We need to press in harder to God. We need to stand up more for God. We need to push aside those rhetoric and those things that do not pertain to growth and development and the faith and holiness of God. We need to ask God for more power and strength. Just like the word of God says, covet the precious gifts. We need to ask God, what can you give us that's going to edify the body? What can you give us that's going to show forth more of your glory? That's going to show forth more of your praise, more of your righteousness. We have to get to the point where our mind is staying on God and our heart is diligently pressing in. The Bible talks about the faith of Abraham and his wife, how Abraham seek for that land. The Bible says he walked in the promised land and he says that their bodies receive strength that they will have a child. The Bible talks about Enoch's faith, how he was translated was and was not because he walked perfect with God. Isaac's faith, how he blessed the other children, even Jacob's faith. Even, even when he knew he was going to die, he knew to have them bring him out. Even the faith of Moses who led them in the wilderness. Not just Moses, but David and all the prophets. How they subdued cities and overcame kingdoms. See, God is telling us, it is up to you what you need your faith to do. But you got to make sure your faith is active in you. That if time came, you could split the Red Sea. If time came, you can raise the dead. If time came, you could stop the sun. If time came, you can call the fire out of heaven. We got to get our faith fortified that when we see somebody troubled we speak by the power and authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they be redeemed from whatever's holding them back this season is a time to fortify our faith this season is a time to elevate higher than we've ever been before this season God wants to have us individually with him this season right here he's not pushing us out into all these buildings in the world he's not even having us walk in the streets and preach the gospel like it was commanded in this season right here the Bible said just for a little moment hallelujah just for a little moment this season he wants us to get consecrated in him because whatever is coming next is going to require more faith and whatever's coming next is going to require more righteousness and more holiness and more consecration we got to eliminate everything that is not of god everything that is not holy every idea that is not of god every idea that is cornal anything that can perish is not worth thinking about at this current moment if this is a house a car a job whatever 
whatever it may be. We seek a country made by the hands of God. We seek a city that is not of this world. We don't need to look at these things that's going to perish because the Bible says, and yet again, I will shake the earth. And he said, not the earth only, but the heavens. And the Bible says, shaking as though he will remove it all. And the only thing that's going to remain is what God has placed in us. That is the word of God. See, we got, we got to understand that right now, God is shaking the heaven and the earth. He's moving away everything. There's no basketball. There's no baseball. There's no sports. There's no movies being made. There's none of that stuff is available anymore. You can't go to the casino. You can't go to the bar. You can't go to the club. Only thing you can do is go home and go to Jesus. And that's the main thing we need to be focused on is being at home going to Jesus. And for us that are working, we need to diligently work for the Lord Jesus. Because if he just so happened to show up tomorrow, are we ready? That's the thing we got to know. Lord God, make sure we're ready right now. Make sure our souls is ready in the straight and narrow. Make sure our robe and garment is clean and without spot, wrinkle, or reproach. Because it's very important that we lay aside the weight and the sin that do so easily beset us. It's very important that we forget the things that are behind us and strive toward the mark of the calling and the faith. We got to get past the way we used to be. And we got to move forward in what needs to be. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Jesus that meditated. Of the, he, he, he's the mediator of the new covenant that was sprinkled of his blood. The Bible talks about the new sprinkling of the blood mingled with water like they did in the old day. But the Bible says that blood is sprinkled in our hearts. Meaning every time the enemy try to come against us, we got to say we are washed in the blood of the lamb and there is no more condemnation for us who is in Christ Jesus. We need to cast down every thought that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. And we got to move on and press on in the faith. We got to stay faithful to God, but we need to work on the faith level. We need to work on the purifying of our faith because if our pure, our faith is purified, we can tell the mountain to be moved and cast into the sea. And the Bible says it will obey us. We got to get to that point that if there's a body laying there, we have the power and the faith of God to raise the dead. But Jesus himself said, the works I do, you shall do these works and even greater works shall you do because I go to the father. Meaning we have access to heaven. No more do we have to go into the sanctuary to go beyond the veil. Jesus Christ is beyond the veil and we have him living inside of us. We have the power to cast down. We have the power to loose and to bound. And it is time for us to loose the power of God. God upon the earth and to bind every lying devil that's been killing us because we are losing elders and we are losing bishops and deacons every day now. Ministers dying every day. The generation is closing out and us who still remain, we got to be the mighty soldiers showing forth righteousness in every single aspect of our life. It is time for us to show Jesus Christ and to stand in the power of that might. We got to exercise those gifts and we got to stir up the gift and we got to walk in that faith and we got to be obedient. Right now, we just need to stay inside like God commanded and worship him and consecrate privately so he can bless us openly. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. All right. Hallelujah. That's it. Hallelujah. Amen. Good word. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank Praise you. God. Woo. Beautiful word. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Am